Hello and welcome to The Walk, a podcast where we discuss parenting and what the Bible says about it. God's Word contains truth, encouragement, and application, which we want to share with you. The mom or dad journeying through the chaos of raising kids, from the newborn to the rebellious teenager, our mission is to provide you with hope and skills that allows you to be the parent God calls you to be. I am your host, Tony Smith, and I am flying solo today to discuss with you our family worship series. So our mission is to simply encourage and bring hope to young families from God's Word. How does the Bible help us navigate parenting? But also understanding why that is important, not just in your life as a mom or dad, but in the lives of your kids. So this is our second episode on family worship, which we are focusing on verse 6 of our Deuteronomy passage today. So our Bible verse, it reads, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. That's Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6. So as a dad, wrestling through some of these verses oftentimes makes me question my authenticity as a dad. This is one of those verses. What commandments is this verse talking about? How are they to be inscribed on my heart? And then try to teach this concept to my kids? Well, first off, this verse is referring to all of the hundreds of instructions that God gave Moses to teach the Israelites. That can be simplified into the Ten Commandments, the famous stone tablets that had the Ten Commands God wanted his people to follow. And it can even be simplified into two commands that Jesus gives in the New Testament, in Matthew 22, verses 37 through 39. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So what's profound is this first commandment Jesus is talking about that's referenced in Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, which is discussed in our previous episode. Why is God telling us to have his commands to be on our hearts? And even more so, how does that affect our children? You see, God looks at the heart, not the outward appearance. If you have a personal relationship with Jesus, his spirit lives within your heart. And as you pursue God in your walk with him, you'll get to know him more deeply and reflect his glory more clearly to others, including your kids. You cannot pretend to love God and expect your kids to have an authentic relationship with him as they grow up. So as you begin your relationship with God, your heart will be changed and will continue to change the more you pursue him. We're not talking about just memorizing the Ten Commandments and legalistically following them to earn God's favor upon you and your family. I'm talking about a life change. The things of God are to be upon your hearts, so that your very being desires more of him and you desire to share him with others. And as a dad, one of the easiest people to reflect God to and share his love with is your family. One of the ways you can share God's love with your kids is to be present with them and do what they want to do. Yes, it can be mundane or boring or you feel too busy but it is amazing the impact you can have on your kids' self-esteem, attitude, and behavior based on your presence with them, positively and negatively. If you are absent 
or you're on your phone, it will have a negative impact. Whereas if you are fully engaged with them, it brightens their spirit, and they tend to have a more positive attitude. And it can be as simple as playing with toy cars or doing a puzzle or coloring. Keep it simple, especially when your kids are young. Or if you have a newborn, snuggling and making faces at them to get them to giggle or smile or laugh. When I began family worship, I didn't know where to start. I read some books and did my own research, but I was clueless on what to even do. And I'm guessing most parents will be in the same boat. I believe your heart has to be right with God before you can attempt to share God with your kids. What I mean is that if you are having an off day and you're cranky or irritated or angry and you aren't in the right mindset or heart set, then sharing God's love with your kids might be near impossible. Or if you try, it could have some negative effects. If you are already annoyed and then you try teaching your kids a Bible verse to memorize and they aren't exactly paying attention or are struggling with it and you blow up at them, well, that sin that caused you to explode has now impacted your kids. And if that happens day after day and consistently becomes a pattern, your children aren't going to find joy in learning about God they will begin to resent learning about God because how you carry yourself while teaching about God matters to your kids. If you find it boring or annoying or worthless, they will too. Maybe not at first, but eventually. The likelihood of them to find family worship boring or annoying or a waste of time will only increase. One of my favorite ways to conduct family worship is to go online and find pictures of a Bible story and print them off. The picture is a coloring page and usually has the Bible verses or a kid's version of the story. Then I read the story to them and we each color a page. The Bible app for kids and ministryspark.com are great resources for kids that are preschool to elementary ages. You can find links for both in our show notes on our website at thewalkpodcast.buzzsprout.com. What this allows you to do is to engage them in something hands-on while listening to a story, but also allows you to spend some quality time with your child. It usually takes about 10 to 15 minutes for them to color and go through everything. And there's joy there. What it also does is it fosters the family bond you have with your kids. Leaning in and teaching your kids about God while spending some quality time with them helps establish trust. And when they get a little older, they may even ask you questions, hard questions about God. Then you have the chance to teach them. And if you don't know the answer, try to find it together. Go to the Bible together and research it as a team. Explore deeper truths about God as a family. To summarize, though, it all starts with you. Having God's Spirit within your heart and having God's Word on your heart. Allowing you to be in tune with him needs to happen first. Then, as you reflect different fruits the Spirit produces in you, such as joy, patience, kindness, and gentleness, you can begin sharing the love of God with your kids. After the break, I'll share a little personal experience I've had during family worship with my own kiddos. 
So real life with the Smiths. How do we do things in the Smith family household? One of the things I would consider a mistake in any realm of interacting with children, yours or others, is expecting them to do something that you are not willing to do yourself. In my own house, there are countless things I don't like doing. In regards to chores, there are dishes, the trash, folding laundry, and making sure you fold the clean clothes and not the dirty clothes, and cleaning up the dinner table and the floor after the kids destroy every ounce of the kitchen, and there's outside chores to do like mowing the lawn and picking up sticks and raking leaves. I mean, you name it. I'm probably not a fan of it. And I've learned to embrace chores, especially when my wife is working. She appreciates me doing the dishes a lot because she hates the dishes. But anyways, setting an example of service to your kids goes a lot farther in their hearts and minds than bossing them around and telling them what to do, especially when applying it to family worship. Here's what I mean. Why should I ask my own daughters to make their bed if I have not made my own bed? Why should I ask my daughters to pick up their toys if all of my stuff is laying around the house? Kids pick up on things and they notice the hypocrisy behind it. Whether you are justified or not, children are incredible at making observations, even if they don't fully understand what they're observing. Furthermore, explaining to them whatever excuse you might have for the hypocrisy, they might use against you one day. How much better would it be to explain to them the act of service you are doing for your family that goes above and beyond? Saying to them that, You cannot play with them right now because you choose to serve your wife and do the dishes shows an act of love you have for their mom. Even though it takes time away from them, they get a glimpse of what love looks like for mom and dad. Now, you can't make this an excuse all the time. You need to play with your kids. But you also don't need to entertain your kids 24-7. That isn't healthy either. You have to find a balance. One of the pieces to our family worship is Bible memory. We choose a memory verse and we practice it until each of us has memorized it and can say the verse out loud with any guidance or help. Well, at first, we started off with a verse a week. This was when our oldest was three or four. And she got really good, to the point where she could keep up with a verse a week. Until we got some... Harder verses, and she also began to forget the verses we had done previously, which happens a lot. But the one thing I realized about myself is that I couldn't keep up. I was expecting my daughter to memorize all of this scripture, and I wasn't being intentional enough to memorize it for myself. I was fortunate enough to catch wind of this mistake before she really caught on. So now we try to do a verse every other week or a verse a month depending on how our schedule works. Some days are better than others. Some days, we are all just exhausted or cranky where we don't do family worship. We all just check out for the day and go to bed. Some days, we'll have different pieces of our family worship structure in the morning, afternoon, and night. But my point is that if you are willing to memorize a verse or read Bible stories or learn worship songs along with your family, well, that strengthens your family bond. 
It's like a little church bringing glory to God, and each part of your family is a piece of the church body you call your home. If you set expectations for your sons or daughters that you aren't willing to do yourself, that is hypocrisy. And God doesn't act that way. God expects from us what he is willing to do and has done. In the gospel, he became a human, endured the temptations and struggles we are called to endure. And as God calls us to die to ourselves and to be born again, something that Jesus demonstrated, he endured betrayal and death on the cross, but rose again on the third day. So our walking wisdom for today is to keep in mind that whenever we teach our kids the commands of God, that we too must have those commands in our hearts as we pursue him. So I encourage you to meet with God today and share with your family what you learned or how it made you feel. That's all for today. Items, links, and show notes can be found on our website at thewalkpodcast.buzzsprout.com. We want to say thank you to Pixabay Music and all of you that are listening to our podcast. We appreciate all of your support, and thanks again. This is The Walk.